Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Welcome and thank you for joining us as always. Always delighted to be spending and sharing information and news with you. Got a great show. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. And we're going to be talking about some real interesting things. A 70 plus pound iPhone repair kit, which is a little bit crazy. Uh, Amazon's new retail store and Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Wow, that's coming out soon. And Marsha, how are you? Oh, great day. Great day. It's a good week uh, for technology, at least. <laughs> yeah. Good yeah, week for movies. Yeah, it's a terrible week for everything else. Yeah. When we talk about, we didn't plan on talking about it, but I hear Top Gun is breaking all records. We were yeah. going to go Thursday. But I think it's just the movie that people needed to see. No messages, nothing right. fancy, just a fun movie, entertainment. Yeah, I think it's gotten really good reviews. Everybody's saying Tom Cruise is great in the movie. And uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun to see. So I'm looking forward to that as well. Yeah, it's going to be good. All right, so here's the question. I don't know how much you go and shop for clothing, or if you buy online, you can tell us that. But Amazon's apparently going to open their first brick-and-mortar clothing store. What's your thoughts? Well, I got to tell you, I do shop on Amazon, and I've been very disappointed. I've been... Uh, it's a middle-of-the-road trip shopping for clothes on Amazon. You know, sometimes you get it. I consider buying clothing a high-touch purchase. So if, you know, if if you get something that looks good on the screen and then you get it and the fabric is uh, feels like ironed plastic. Yeah. <laughs> or yep. you know, it just... It, it, and then you have to go return it. And, uh, at least if you go into a retail store... And I think the way Amazon is approaching it is kind of cool because, like I said, high touch. You can, t- you can kind of touch the official clothing. You can try on the clothing. So I, I think that makes a difference. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Exactly what you just said happened to me. I bought my wife uh, a couple of months ago. I bought her some clothing as a gift online. And then I kind of forgot about it. And I said to her, hey, did you ever try that stuff on? She goes, well, yeah, but the fabric was crappy and it came from China and she didn't like the way it fit. And, you know, I said, oh, okay. So exactly what you were saying for the touching of clothing. I think that makes a lot of sense. Well, I mean, um, so the deal for those who don't know about the store, it's opening in a very high-line mall here in California, the Americana brand. Um, And it's going to be a store where they have pictures of the clothes, just like you see them on the screen. And you take your phone with a special app and you scan the codes displayed on the items. And you can send them directly to a fitting room or a pickup counter. And I think, you know, the brands that they mentioned, Steve Madden, Levi's, Lacoste. Now, I wear a lot of Lacoste. I I love the little alligator. It's my thing. But there's differences in sizing because it's European sizing. And sometimes one brand will size in small, medium, large, extra large. And some of their other products, they'll have in actual sizes. So it's really hard to figure out what your size is. Yeah, I know they show the measurements on the but until you try it on, until you see how it fits, you never really know. So yeah, I, right. I think they, it's a good idea. 
Yeah, they do have an option that if you do know what you want, although it goes back exactly to looking at a picture and not knowing whether it fits or not, but they'll send it right to checkout for you. So right. you don't even have to do that, which is kind of an interesting idea. So Then why uh, do you have I to go into the store? I mean, Well, <laughs> right. I, I mean, I agree. I, you know, unless you... I mean, maybe you want to, you know, you're late for a gift and you're going to a party and you want to pick up an right. item and it's not for you. And so you buy it for a friend. So, right, right. Uh, I mean, I guess that's the reason you would do that. I don't know. You're right. Why would you go to the store if you weren't going to actually try it on? Uh, but have but it's you noticed? Have you noticed that Amazon Prime, in some items they're getting faster, but in other items it's taking longer? Have you noticed that? Like I'll order an Amazon Prime order with three items and right. they'll all come on different days. Yeah, I haven't noticed that that much, but I have noticed here and there more delays than they used to have. Uh, you know, you're supposed to get it on Monday. Ooh, we're sorry your order was delayed. Uh, so I don't know. I will tell you, actually, it reminded me of a, gr a great Amazon story, which I was surprised, although it was a lot of work. I bought a, uh, I think I mentioned I bought an LG soundbar, very high-end soundbar, used my credit card points and bought the thing. And two days later, I happened to be going back to the website for uh, LG to, to look for some technical support. And there it is 300 bucks cheaper than it was what? two days before. Whoa. And I thought, Oh, I want two, three. I mean, it's not twelve bucks. It was three hundred dollars. Right, right. Uh, you know, so I called Amazon and I went through a series of fourteen people. Well, oh, we, God. you know, we can't, we can't price match. We don't do price matches, and it was an expensive item. Finally, I got a woman who said, "Well, you've been an Amazon customer for a long time, so we're going to give you an Amazon. Either they would have credited my credit card, or or they gave me a three hundred dollar credit. So kudos to Amazon, even though I had to jump through thirty seven hoops to get it." Okay, we weren't going in this direction, but as long as we're going in the Amazon direction, yeah. Uh, two two things, uh, a good thing and a bad thing. Bad thing, I ordered some very fancy nail polish remover. It's mm -hmm. fancy because it doesn't hurt your nails, and if you have delicate nails or you're older, it, it's easier on your nails. Or if you've had gel nail application, you need a easier on the nails uh, remover. It was yep. something like four dollars an ounce. Okay. Uh, the package comes, and the bottle was half empty. I go on to Amazon, and, you know, it was only $4. I was going to say, but I said, yeah, they should know. And I went to Amazon, and there was no caring about it. And they said, you, you can't return it, and nothing. I didn't plan on returning it, right. but I wanted them to know that it arrived half empty. But there was no option to do that, so that was a disappointment. Yeah, that's not good. No, and on the other side, I've been cleaning out a room. My daughter's getting married in two weeks. Yay, oh my God! Yay. And and so I'm cleaning out a room for her to store stuff temporarily, and I find a box with a gift of a coffee, a traveling coffee tumbler. As a matter of fact, I found mm -hmm. two of them, but one was in the original box with a letter from Jeff Bezos. Actually, a note oh, signed cool. Jeff. Yeah. And it thanked wow. us for our support during 1999 and how they were looking forward to 2000 and blah, blah, blah. It's a lovely letter, and uh, I have it along with the uh, coffee tumbler. But the thing was, in the early days of Amazon, when Jeff, you know, it was Jeff's business, customer service was it. It was yeah, the most important thing. 
And that's how he built the business. That was how he could run for so many years, not making any money. It was to please the customer. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Is he? Did you invite him to the wedding? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No, we don't need any more gifts, dear Lord. You know, they get an obscene <laughs> amount of gifts when they get married. And yeah, I don't I know. know where they're going to pull it, put it all. I have almost a room full of it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Well, they can return them and get gift cards or something. Oh, yeah, well, there's that. Or unlo- yeah. if you're like my daughter, you keep everything and you just need a bigger place to live. I don't know. Well, there you go. <laughs> Buy a bigger house for your uh, wedding gifts. That makes sense. Uh, so Google Photos, why, they're adding new filters to reflect your skin tone? You know, I think this is something that's really kind of interesting. Um, when people take pictures, and you're taking pictures on your phone all the time. Sure. If you have brown skin, if you have cafe au lait skin, you know, mm-hmm. d- there are different shades to people's skin. Of course. And if you've ever looked at some digital photos I'm, my skin sometimes comes out white as a sheet and sometimes it accentuates the pink in my cheeks and make the skin tones have never been correct, but, and these filters will be available for the iPhone as well as Android. If you Mm -hmm. use Google photos and you can change it, it has filters and you can choose the correct skin tone for your skin. And it will apply That's it to the picture. You have to do it manually. Um, each filter will have adjustments so you can refine the color. I think this is important because people are different colors, period, right? So uh, Yeah, of course. I mean, you've seen pictures. I have, I have brown friends. I have friends of all kinds. And I'd look at the pictures online and you go, whoa, what happened? Whoa, whoa. But this way, Google Photos will allow you to make the changes and improve your photos. Yeah, you know, it's actually funny that this is coming out now because I would say a week or so ago, I'm going to say Law & Order, but I don't remember the exact show it was on, and there was a whole issue about facial recognition and they were looking for a criminal, and they talked about the fact that skin tones don't actually come out accurately when they're using facial rec. Wow, So exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, it was very interesting. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a good idea. Certainly can't hope to hurt to have that happen. Um, this next story is hysterical. What Apple shipped a 79-pound iPhone repair kit to fix a 1.1-ounce battery? I mean, I was just floored. I read this in The Verge, and they interviewed the guy, the guy who, you know, we're all talking right to repair, blah, blah, blah. Yep, we yep. want to fix our phones. And I have personally changed phones in a battery, uh, changed batteries in a tablet and a phone. I know it's okay. not easy. It's yep. and it seems to me that they are making it more difficult to replace these things. You know that they're gluing much more stuff into the phone. Do you remember the days when you we used to be able to pop out a battery and put in a new one? Oh yeah, absolutely. And I thought that was great. That was genius. I mean, I didn't mind doing it. You carried around a separate battery. It lived in a charger in your purse or your pocket. But anyway, back to this. So this guy has an iPhone mini. Battery was dying. And right to repair service program. He was all excited. He was going to test it out. And he went to Apple. And he said, uh, basically, it's far cry from traditional DIY, which I did, if you opt for the kit. Because Apple offers a kit to help you do it. 
Mm-hmm. And he said, once I saw the repair manual only contains instructions for Apple's own tools. I mean, you can buy a battery if you want all by itself, but right. it says it can't be installed with, without Apple's tools. So he expected Apple would have sent a small box of screwdrivers, you know, pliers, spudgers, yeah, right. all, the, all the different things you need. But no. What arrived, and I'll tell you the cost in a minute, came up to him, dropped to his house, was, we're looking at pictures, and Mark, you're looking at the same pictures. It's, oh, it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's like two pieces of rollerboard luggage. Yeah, correct. And the total weight was 79 pounds. Now, Apple did pay shipping yep. back and forth, you know, bravo to them. And when the guy opens it up, there, there's a picture of it, and it looks like he's, like, in a factory. It's I mean, insane. Like, I mean, these are official steel, looks like engineering tools, right? What do you think? Right. Yeah, I would say exactly that. I mean, this guy was a writer, I assume, which is why he got this from Apple. You yeah. don't, you don't, yeah, you oh, don't no, get to just no, call no. Apple. No, no. Other people can get this too, and that that's where I'm going to. Okay. Get, All right, because that's to. crazy. Okay. No, no, that's the the only way. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, the co hold on, I'm looking for the cost here because the cost was crazy. You had to, you could rent it from Apple. Okay. And I think they put a $1,200 hold on your credit card. You oh, know those temp temporary charges? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, here it is. The cost, $69 for the new battery. Hey, that's fair. That's great. Yeah, that's, that's the not, same. Yeah, that's not expensive. Right. Apple Store charges that, right? Yep. Um, $49 to rent Apple's tools for a week. Okay. Uh, I mean, you know, surprisingly maybe. enough, when you think about how much, what they're giving you, not that I wanted, 49 bucks doesn't seem that expensive to me. Well, the thing is, an Apple Store charges $69 for the new battery. Right. And they do get you, give you some sort of refund for returning old used parts. Okay. So the $49 wipes out the refund part. But here's the kicker. A $1,200 credit card hold for the toolkit, right. which he would forfeit if the tools weren't returned within seven days of delivery. Yeah. <laughs> now, the average person may not be able to, to do this. Nobody's going to do this. I mean, just unless you're a writer or you want to see how it works, who in the hell is going to do that? Because at the bottom, bottom of the article, and this is in The Verge, and it's, uh, you can look it up yourself, you can see his order total that was charged to his credit card was $1,319. That's insane. That's absolutely insane. You know, and I mean, if you think about it, he's got to return the item, right? Even if they give you free return, you still got to get in your car, load up your 79 pounds worth of stuff. Why would you do that as opposed to just driving to the Apple store and have them replace your battery, which takes, by the way, not that long. You know, you oh, drop because, your phone off. Because now this means that Apple is uh, right to repair. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I, I mean, th this is truly a crazy story. It would be fun for the hell of it to just try it, you know, for, for someone like us who are more tech, you know, oriented, but I would never go through that. You know, just the shipping back alone yeah, is a pain. But they don't tell you. But but I think the real hint would be that you have the $1,200 deposit rental well, right. authorization. Yeah. Right. yeah, no. 
this is ludicrous. Either you do right to repair or you don't. I mean, this just isn't, isn't right on any level. It's crazy. And can you imagine if you did this, you ordered the thing, and then you went away for the weekend and forgot that your seven days had run up, and now you've got a $1,200 bill for your $69 battery? I don't think so. And in the article, they say Apple has actively lobbied against right-to-repair legislation oh, in they at have, least 20 yeah. states. And uh, he they pushed California to postpone the bill. Um, and the bill, as a matter of fact, died in committee again this week. And Apple cracked down on unauthorized repairs uh, by throwing more warnings at their users as they walked some of it back and they even put together a contract for indie repair shops that was reportedly so invasive that many refused to just sign it. Yeah. So this is not an effort. Just, which kind of brings us to their next uh, problem. So you've got it. What do you think about the fact that Apple isn't going to uh, do their production targets for this year. Yeah, I mean, there, you know, this all goes back to the China shutdown, to the COVID shutdown in China, which they uh, was Shanghai and was it, I can't remember the other uh, uh, city that was completely shut down. So they've backed off on their targets of what they're going to ship. Uh, they are actually looking for other alternative sources for uh, construction, Mexico, and there was one other, I can't remember, maybe the Philippines. So they're trying to get different places where they can produce their phones, but it's go- it's definitely going to be a problem. I mean, I think Apple said that it was going to be something like an $8 billion hit to their earnings because they won't be able to produce as many phones. And I assume Samsung's having the same issues that Apple's having. Well, that's a lot. And Samsung is cutting their phone production too. Um, it, they say, uh, Cutting production of less expensive phones sounds counterintuitive to me, uh, but they're going to concentrate on selling the more expensive phones. And again, in the economy, with people making less money, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's planning to produce around the same phones as they did in 2021. Right. But there's not going to be any increases. So I don't know what they're doing over at Samsung. But it's a sharp de- decrease from the company's original goal for 2022 when they announced the you know number of phones they were going to produce. Right. Now, I mean, I will say that the iPhone uh, last year, uh, they had a 85 million in iPhone shipments. Is that right? Five iPhone shipments hit a record 85 million in the fourth quarter. So they ship a lot of phones. So you don't have to yeah. worry that Apple's not going to make any money. Uh, but it is going right. To Making them. money is one thing, but get getting back to the Amazon story. How is it for right. the consumer? Yeah, you know, are they going to short the less expensive phones? I I bet you yes. <laughs> you wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case. Why would they do? Why would they not do that? They, you know, from a business perspective, they want to sell you the most expensive phones they have, and the most expensive phones these days are twelve, thirteen, fourteen hundred dollars, two thousand. If you want a, assuming they're still making the foldable phones, uh, it's crazy. So and you with had, the economy, had... with the economy the way it's going, though, and the price of gas and the price of everything, food that yep. people actually need. Uh, are they going to be investing in these brand new fancy phones? Yeah, be very interesting. Now you found a story with kind of interesting. Um, does it make sense to buy a slightly older phone? And it probably does. Well, you know, I wrote about this in my book, 
uh, anybody who's interested, Android Smartphones for Seniors, the book for dummies. And it's not really just for seniors. It's just some shortcuts for Android smartphones that everybody seems to like, according to the reviews. It's the top-selling book on Android in the country. But anyway, that's a, that's a, I, wait, I digress. Do, I keep forgetting to ask you this. Do your seniors' books come in larger print? Slightly larger print, yes. It isn't that giant okay. large print that you get in a book that says large print, which is almost like right. a first grade, grader's <laughs> right. book. Yeah. No, it, it is a couple steps up. So, yes, it is larger okay. print. Larger um, print, okay. Larger. <laughs> but the deal about getting a slightly older phone when I wrote that book, I used five phones. I called them my co-authors because uh. everything I wrote about, I did on all the phones. And some were older, and they were upgraded to the latest um operating system they could be and most could go to uh android 11 and i d even did a thing on android 12 because one of the phones could go to android 12 mm -hmm. and frankly i think the power of the phone and uh i'm sure apple and uh samsung are not going to like this are in the operating systems and you can only put so much hardware in a phone right i mean really how bad are the pictures we take now? Oh, I mean, um, you could go back five phones and they would still be great pictures. Right, and now we're talking about Google Photos has the skin tone thing. Right. And they have all these tweaks, and you can edit your photos if you want. Yeah. So I got to tell you, I, I used an old Pixel phone, and I'd never used a Pixel. And, and I bought some of these phones on eBay. And I was really impressed. I mean, I was shocked what a great phone it was because I didn't use whatever bells and whistles came on the new phones. The right. display, all I cared about was the display, the speed. Mm -hmm. And the speed, when it comes to a phone, is how much crap you load on the phone because right. if you keep loading apps and apps and apps, it, there's no room for the phone to move quickly. Because yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it has to write and delete and write and delete as it's working. And, you know, just keep your phone clean, keep it updated. And there's no reason. I mean, there are some great deals right now. Uh, I know an old, older app. I don't know how older Apple phones are, but I do know that uh, in the Android world, as long as it's getting security patches, Right. That will will go, you know, from 2016 to 20, uh, 2026 to 2027 at this point. Um, there's no reason to buy the last version. Uh, how is it with Apple? Yeah, it would be virtually the same thing. At some point, they stop supporting the phones. Usually, you know, probably, as you say, five years or six years into a run, they won't update the phone. But I have to say that as silly because I'm on this Apple upgrade program where I get a new phone every 12 months if I want to, uh, I often open with excitement the package. Oh, cool. What's going to be different? And I go, huh? Kind of looks the same as right. the old one. Kind of doesn't seem that much faster to me. So, yeah, wait till the phone, wait till they announce the sale of the new phones. Then you'll start seeing discounts on the previous phones, and they're they're generally not sold out. You can generally buy, you know, a one year or two year uh, iPhone for a lot less money than what it would cost you to buy a new one. So I don't well, think that's such not, a bad idea. And and you know when people go, oh, I'd want to shop on eBay. You can right. go to the manufacturer's website, Samsung. Oh sure. 
actually, Samsung has a store on eBay as well where they sell refurbished older models. And Apple right. does the same thing. Like you folks who get the new phone every year, you turn in your phone, they refurbish it, and they resell it. Yeah, so, it's easy I mean, enough to do. You know, it, phones are as good as they get. The only thing you have to watch out for is with new phones, if you're not happy with the biometric login, you know, or different privacy issues you have, like I read something that uh, there may be a new Google thing that you sleep and it listens to you while you sleep. I don't mm, know what the story right. is there. No, I'm, I, I don't want that. But purportedly it is an app. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. And I'm, you know, I don't want to have it scan my eyes to turn on the phone. No, I agree. Uh, and it's it, a little frightening. I mean, this morning is an example. We have Google. Uh, it's like uh, Alexa. What I, don't, I can't remember. What do they call the Google form? Uh, you know, the uh, like Alexa or Amazon or whatever it is. Hey, hey, oh. G, let's call it. Yeah. <laughs> and as I'm telling this story, Alexa just went off in my house because I said her name. Uh, Alexa, stop. She won't stop talking to me. But in any case, uh, I can I, hear her in the background. She's telling you she's on, offering folks, so I, you a deal. Wait, yeah, wait. Alexis, stop. Uh, so I went to the door, and we have a, the, the Google model in the other room. And I was walking my dogs, and I started, and I always say, you know, okay, it's it's okay to go outside. I said okay because in Google it's okay, Google. But I said okay, and she started. Yes, what can I help you with? You know, it's a little frightening. Because I'm inclined to think that they are listening all day long, whether you say "Okay, Google" or the other words as well. But this is very weird. My my computer monitor just lost brightness, which is weird. So I'm going to oh. go into settings. I'm go I'm going to go into settings for a minute here. <laughs> okay. Well, while we're doing that, let's talk about uh, the Atlanta Apple Store workers say they had intimidation and they were trying to have a union vote. A lot of workers at Apple have been trying to unionize for years. And of course, Apple doesn't want that. And most companies don't want that. But uh, workers at the Cumberland Mall Apple store won't be holding their election in June, according to Bloomberg. Uh, the Communication Workers of America said the union attempted uh, to organize the store, but withdrew its request because Apple repeatedly violated the National Labor Relations Act, uh, making a free and fair election impossible. This vote was scheduled to be June 2nd. It would have been the first union election in an Apple store. So apparently uh, they withdraw it. There's one in um, Maryland June 15th, unless they withdraw it. And they're saying they were being intimidated. Uh, the company uh, tried friendlier tactics. They reportedly started uh, raising their starting wage by $2 an hour. Um, so yeah, it's, you know, the old stories, you don't think about those kind of union organizing stories that, you know, in the forties and the fifties and the gangsters and the, you know, all that stuff, but, uh, that's going on now. So, well, I've got a very Apple, un unpopular belief or it's unpopular with a lot of people. I think any company making billions of dollars. Now, I realize Wall Street and I realize shareholders and, you know, everybody has to make their money, blah, blah, blah. But if you're making billions of dollars and you're paying your CEO an egregious amount of money, which should be against the law, I don't care. You should be paying your lowest employees better than a living wage. It you should go all the way down to the bottom 
the janitors. They all have a piece of the company. They all help the machine run. You bet. And and this is just, I unfortunately, it's another way, like Apple intimidated with the uh, right to repair. There's another right. one. It's another Wait, one, and you, it's just sad. Are you suggesting that a CEO shouldn't make $50 million a year? No, that, they should not. Really? They should wow. absolutely not. Wow. Wow. I mean, seriously. Right. I mean, yeah, I've known these people. I've known these people. And I'm talking person to person. I've known yep. these people. And I know the work they do. And yeah, if the company makes more money, bravo. Spread it against all the employees. Yeah, you could give the CEO a bonus, but $50 million? Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's a lot of money. No one's offered me that job sports. yet. So. Nope. Yeah. Oh, we well, forget that. Oh, forget That's that. Lost. Lost cars. Yeah. All right. So if you can't leave Facebook, what kind of privacy settings do you need to set? Well, the m reason most people want to leave Facebook, uh, for a number of reasons, um, was the fact that personal information of more than 533 million accounts was posted on the dark web. <laughs> and wow. Facebook was forced to admit that it stored hundreds of millions of account passwords in plain text for years, plus several leaks of scraped user data. Now, plain text, usually it's encrypted, correct? Yes. I mean, it's safe when it's encrypted. But, oh no, uh, it, it was in a text file, like a notebook file. This is ridiculous. So everything you post on Facebook, everything you've shared over the years, goes into, remember in high school you were afraid of your permanent record. Yeah, well, exactly. Facebook's got a whole lot more than your high school did. Uh, this is ridiculous. So, in a short version, tap on your Facebook profile picture, then about. Yeah, you didn't know you had to tap on your picture, did you? Is that crazy? Right. Uh, then you'll be presented with a number of categories, such as work and education and places you've lived. Hover over each entry that you don't want Facebook to retain and hit options or edit to delete the information, or most of it at least. There are a few entries like birth date and gender, gender that can't be changed, that can be changed but not removed for good. So, okay. you know, if you now identify as uh, something else, then they'll keep the old one just in case. And also, you can control who sees your stuff by going to Facebook's privacy section, which again, that other thing, you have to click on your profile picture. Talk about hiding stuff. Is that insane? Yeah, that is. Uh, that's BS altogether. So anyway, so if you want to control who sees your personal posts, et cetera, et cetera, you can hit, go to Facebook's privacy section in settings, your account activity section, and look for who can see your future posts. There you go. Hey, so now it's the time of the show where we search the planet, the universe, and Best Buy for the buy of the week. Thank you, Paul. You're getting so much better on the drums, Paul. Thank you. Um, at Best Buy today, you can pick up the HP 14-inch 2-in-1 touchscreen Chromebook. comes with an Intel Celeron processor, 4 gig of memory, 32 gig of eMMC, uh, comes in silver, and it's uh, it's a really nice machine. The uh, the ra ratings on this are 4.5 out of 5 of 464 reviews. And you know, a Chromebook is a really great 
instrument to give away, if you want to say an extra laptop in the house uh, and you don't want to break the bank or your kids are going off to college and don't need all the bells and whistles of a $500, $1,000, $2,000 laptop computer. Uh, and it does pretty much everything. It comes usually with some kind of its own software, a word processor, a spreadsheet, you know, email, you can search the web. Um, it comes with a typical uh, super speed USB type C uh, port, a uh, USB-A, a media card reader. You know, it comes with all these kinds of nice things, and the price is really extraordinarily good. Uh, it normally was $409. You can get it at Best Buy today for $189. That's $220 off the regular price, and you will have a machine that you can use for you know, pretty much everything. You can't necessarily add every kind of program, for example. I don't think you can add uh, Microsoft Word, but it will come with a word processor typically. So uh, if you're looking for a cheap way to give a, either a gift or to your kid or just to keep an extra one in the house, again, it's the uh, HP 14-inch 2-in-1 touchscreen uh, Chromebook, uh, model number 14B-CB0013DX. It is available at Best Buy for $189, and that is our buy of the week. Ta-da! Uh, and just so you know, in case you can't find this at Best Buy, uh, remember the model number that Mark gave you and search that on the Internet, and you, no doubt we'll find another place that has equally as good a deal. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. Uh, okay, I use a password manager. Uh, I don't know. Do you use one? Yeah. It, yes, uh, but it comes on the Chrome browser. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it automatically. Well, it does. Yeah. It comes on the Chrome browser. It gives you these crazy passwords that you're never going to remember. Right. And if you lose them and you put your thumb on your biometric thing, you can yep. access them all and search them all. So I personally have never seen the need to get a password manager. But you know, I guess, well, I was, I was going to say, the only reason I can think of the password manager, and you're right, Apple does the same thing. So when you ask for, uh, when you go to a site and ask for a password and you click on it, it said, do you want to use your iCloud password backup? And I do that 99% of the time. But the only other reason to do it would be worried that something crashes, that the you know the cloud crashes, your computer crashes, something happens. Um, so I do use a backup program. It's actually free. I've been using it for years. It's called Dashlane, and it's worked very well. So even though I already have those things on, I still use a free password manager just to, as a you know kind of a backup in case something ever goes wrong. You know, you've you've stored two hundred passwords because you don't want to always use yeah. the same password. To be honest, when it's a serious website that I need to get into that is very important to me, like uh, Google, which is all my Gmail and everything like that, I make up a really good password that I'm going to remember. And those, yeah, they will be in the Chrome passwords, the Google passwords. Right. But I can remember them independently. So there's that. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad idea to do. There's a couple of, I'm not going to bore you with all and every one, but the top picks uh, are Keeper, uh, Zoho, Bitwarn, uh, LastPass is another one. And, you know, but I think because as just as Marcia says, most of your browsers or your iPhone or probably Android does something similar, will automatically save your passwords just as a backup. And if it's free, you might as well use it. And just use it as a backup for uh, whatever you need to have in case you lose it. Because losing your passwords is a real pain if you need to do that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So, so Sony, 
Go ahead. We, we're running out of time here. And I absolutely, absolutely, we need to get into the Top Gun, the flight simulator, because that's just too cool. All right, we can go to that. Yeah. Um, if you have flight simulator at home, this is it. We talked about Top Gun at the top of the show. Mm-hmm. And Top Gun Maverick is the movie at this for the summer. Uh, I think it's going to break all records, all, you know, box office records in history. But there's a free update to flight, Microsoft's Flight Simulator uh, called Top Gun Maverick Edition. Uh, it's a livery for the FA-18E Super Hornet cool. with three training missions for the Super Hornet and even a demanding aircraft carrier landing challenge. Um, I, I think this is going to be great. So if you're into this and, you know, I used to love uh, Flight Simulator, but now you have to actually be good at it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's way too intellectual for me. Although I always imagined that I would use flight simulator and then I'd be called upon in an airplane to land the plane. You know, one of these honking big gigantic aircrafts. I, I, I don't know whether that gives you enough to do it or not, and I don't ever want to find out. But it's free. This upgrade yeah, is free. I, yeah, and remember that Microsoft Flight Simulator, I mean, this is a longstanding game that has been improved, oh, yeah. improved, improved over the Forever. decades, probably. And it is uh, the, the update is available free of charge for all players on Xbox Series X slash S, Xbox Cloud Gaming, and PC. I mean, yeah. I think it's a game everybody should have because at least you can play it on a PC. Oh, yeah. And, and uh, bear, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, think about it on the big screen that you have. Oh, yeah, that, that's awesome. you have a big screen somewhere. I mean, I was lucky enough to get a PS5. It took a couple of months when they first came out uh, through, uh, you know, uh, various means. I ended up with a PS5. Paid extra for it, but I got it. That was like a year ago. They are still in short demand. Oh, yeah. You you cannot find a PS5 virtually anywhere. So the company claims that they're going to uh, increase production to what they call an unprecedented level uh, because a lot of people still want it. Well, the thing I love about the Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator and their other games is they can be played on a PC. And with a simple HDMI cord, you can plug that baby into a 50-inch screen with a sound bar and a sound system. Oh, yeah. And I can imagine playing Top Gun Maverick on a big screen TV. Yeah, that would be and cool. A sound- oh, my God. That, that would be it. That would be just fabulous. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, I wish you luck if you're still trying to get a PC. I think the PS5, uh, the sales have slowed down a little bit. And, of course, the supply chain issue where they haven't been able to produce as many as they want. But it uh, looks like maybe you'll finally be able to get a year. God, it must be a year and a half now since uh, the PS5 came out and people just have not been able to get hold of them, which is kind of crazy. So uh, that's available. Hey, you wanted to give a tip on uh, Twitter. Did you want to give oh, a, yeah, t- a yeah. Twitter Oh, yeah, real quick, a titter, Twitter tip. <laughs> A Twitter, Twitter titter tip. Okay, on a computer, and you can find this on the app as well, go click home on the left side of the screen. Now, what I'm going to tell you is if you're annoyed that you're not seeing people's tweets that you know in order, that you're seeing tweets for a couple days ago or constantly seeing tweets of people that you, you're connected with but you really don't care, and you'd like to see it in the traditional fashion, Look at the home screen, and on the upper right, you'll see this little star pattern. If you click there, 
you can click the option to show top tweets first or to see the latest tweets instead. Now I'm clicking right now. I want to see the latest tweets instead so I can see what's going on at the moment. I like latest tweets. That's my option. So if you want to change it, it's available for you. And I have to hat tip Elon Musk <laughs> for tweeting this uh, last week because uh, he was the one who pointed it out to me. Oh, so there you go. Is, okay. Uh, I'll talk a little movies and TVs. Uh, I was excited to find out an old friend of mine, a lady by the name of Deborah Pratt, who is a wonderful actress and was the co-creator of Quantum Leap. They are recreating Quantum Leap and it'll be out, I think, next season. Were you ever a Quantum Leap fan? Uh, obviously not, because it doesn't. Yeah, really you, <laughs> this is the one where it, uh, it was the one where he went into the future. He was uh, he was a former scientist, found himself trapped in an, an experiment. It was a very popular series back in the uh, in the nineties, and uh, it's they're remaking it, which is apparently. I think in the nineties, I was doing something else than watching. You might have been TV on drugs, night. yeah. Uh, no, not, was, in the 90s, I was just into something else. So oh, okay. Well, Scott TV. Bakula, that doesn't ring a bell? Oh, yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Okay, yes, yes. there you go. Yeah, Dean Stockwell had a great cast. Mm -hmm. Deborah Pratt was mm -hmm. in it. So anyway, that's coming back out. Now, I, I don't seem to care anymore. In this article I read about uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, which is starting on Disney very soon. Uh, this it might have already started yesterday, maybe. Uh, they have the new series, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I have to say, and this author is right, in that, I don't really care about Star Wars anymore. The last couple of movies, I was like, okay, fine. Well, what are they talking about and where are they going? Are, are you a Star Wars fan? I know you're a Star Trek I, fan. I am a Star Wars fan, but now I find that Star Wars has just turned into a rehash and weirdness of the same old stuff. Like, you can't tell one from the next. And what's interesting is that Star Trek is doing new plots, new characters, new stuff. Right. And they're really trying to do new stuff. And da -da, the value of my action figure collection has gone up massively. Hey, nice. <laughs> oh, so, so that's why you hear about it. Right, okay. Well, no, but uh, I enjoy seeing the old characters, and they rarely bring them in. It's unlike Star Wars where Obi-Wan Kenobi, okay, the guy's been dead for how long? Okay, uh, you know, all right, let me see him for a second. But let's, yeah. not, let's not base a whole movie on him. Right. But I don't know. I am not a, a big Star Wars fan. I love the movies. I enjoy it. Um, I like The Last Jedi. I, I like the movies. But the, yeah. they're just not doing enough new. I mean, the fact that they had The Mandalorian, I think that that was great. And they yeah, I really love The made, Mandalorian. I thought they, they made did a, a great bundle job with that. on The yep. Mandalorian. But this, to me, just sounds uh, another yeah, one. We'll but it, they have to generate stuff for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, Ian Mc, uh, McGregor's the star. He plays Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, the best part of The Mandalorian, if you haven't seen it, is Baby Yoda. Yeah. They introduced Baby Yoda, who is the—everybody wants Baby Yoda. You know, and you can get one because they sold it as a toy as well. But uh, so that was, you know, that was a pretty good series, I have to say. And 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 I was impressed by uh, Mandalorian. So if you're looking for some kind of Star Wars thing that you can kind of relate to because of, of Yoda, uh, that's worth watching. Uh, you yeah, watching anything else now? Uh, 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 I think we're going to start watching this week. Grace and Frankie just been disappointing me. Really? Um, yeah. I've seen about three so far. I've liked but that's the problem. 
<laughs> oh. uh, three three of the whole thing or three of the last series? No, the first three. Uh, uh, the, no, I've watched the entire thing. I'm on the last season. I've watched the three of the new yeah, last. Yeah, it, it head, starts heading south around the oh. fourth and fifth. Interesting. Okay, and I'm so just, far I've you know, it. At this point, I've had enough. You know, they, oh. they can walk it off. And, and I'm a big fan, but, you know, yeah. but no, I just, we stopped watching it. We will be watching Jean Smart in Hacks this weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. She's great. Uh, she is fabulous. Um, I find, and I did love The Flight Attendant. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. The new one? Kelly Kuko. With Kelly. Yeah. yeah, with Kelly Kuko. I think it's, uh, is that on HBO Plus? I'm not sure. It's on yeah, I think it is. I think you're right, yeah. And, but now the the new season, it's kind of more stress and more stress, and every show it's stress. There's no downtime. There's no plot development. It just goes from one stress situation to another. Hmm. I, I, I am. They're kind of losing me, and I feel bad because I love Kelly Kuko. I think she's a yeah. wonderful actress, but it's losing me too. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that, that is it for us. So as always, thank you for joining us. If you enjoyed the show, and I'm sure you did, please tell your friends. You can find us on all the streaming networks. Otherwise, have a happy, happy weekend. And you'll see us every week. We'll be here with the latest in tech and tech news because we want you to know what we know and we can all discuss together. This is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.